Hello, babes, and welcome to Coffee and Tequila, the morning show on Mondays and late show on Fridays. Today's Monday morning, the morning show of Coffee and Tequila. And morning. I'm Alistair. I'm Zach. <laughs> Just and this is Coffee and Tequila. I'm rushing into it, yeah. Um, it's Monday morning, y'all. This is uh, nice, fun. Well, I can tell you I am not ready for the week. I am not ready for this week I think we feel the same sort of like tiredness. It's like tiredness (laughs) mixed with a little bit of anxiety and like a huge to-do list at this point. And a little bit of dread for the rest of the week because we do have a really big to-do list. But you know what's funny is like, so we did a live stream on Friday and um, we did like a game night with you all. And that was really fun, right? It was. And it feels like. That was just yesterday, or like this morning, or just an hour ago. It, like this weekend went by so fast. It was a very quick weekend. My goodness, it was. I don't even remember what we did this weekend. <laughs> I think I know we did things. We did. I know we had a jam packed weekend. But what, what did we do? Uh, I, I I know you worked on your projects. Yeah, I worked on like laundry. <laughs> we worked on things. I did a good deal of editing. You know what we did? We went and saw Moonstruck. I'd never. Oh, we did see Moonstruck. Admittedly, I'd never seen Moonstruck before, which is... Which me neither, actually. So, But I knew that Cher won an Oscar for that one, so we went to see Moonstruck, and I figured it was going to be a drama or something like that, right? Um, and I was so surprised at that movie. I had no idea Nicolas Cage was in it. it 18 was, years younger than Cher. It was um, a chaotic film. It was so chaotic. And, it was wild. And I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> every, every single moment of it. It was it was it was it was very different than what I thought it was going to be. It's very it felt a little bit like bordering on slapstick, and then it was just like super chaotic. The final scene with everybody at the like the dinner table was crazy. It felt like they were coming up to a run time, and the uh, the writers were just like, "Get, get, get the movie over with." Well, you gotta- which I don't think is necessarily a spoiler alert. No, I mean, um, if you haven't seen Moonstruck by now, you, it's, uh, sorry to spoil it for you. It's, it's, been not, it's, 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 not, it's not even a, it's a spoiler. It's just, hey, there's a scene at a table. That's it. There's a scene um, where, so Cher is supposed to have like this wild frizzy hair, right? And she's like, has gray hair. And she's like, oh, I just don't take care of myself, but I'm going to go to the opera tonight. So maybe I'll go into the hair salon. And she goes in, she comes out, she comes out Cher. <laughs> She, just share. She, she goes in Loretta, comes out share. Exactly. Um, you know what? I wish I could go in and come out share. <laughs> but I, I don't know. But then the weekend went by really fast. We basically like we were supposed to clean the house this weekend, and we didn't do. Yeah, we, we, like we were planning a whole that. like deep oh, clean. Goodness, we've had so much on my list, and I get so stressed out. I, I think I've talked about anxiety a lot on this podcast. Mm. That like what I've started to do, and this is how I'm going to start my Monday off. Is I go in to my work, I take out my planner, I uh, take out a notebook, and the notebook I write down every single thing I need to do the, in, in the week, and then I put it in different parts of my planner so that I kind of like categorize it, and then I am super bad at staying focused on one activity. Mm. So what I've started to do is I use a Pomodo method, and so I downloaded an app for this. I think it's called Focus. Oh, that five minute thing. It's a twenty minute thing. Twenty so minute thing. I spend okay. twenty minutes on an activity, five minute break. 20 minutes on an activity, five minute break, 20 minutes on an activity, five minute break, 20 minutes on activity. He does 30 this minute a lot. break. This is the, this is his, his big thing. And it lets me compartmentalize and it lets me, it allows me to completely concentrate on one thing for 20 minutes at a time. So I know that I, I completely put in all of my effort into that one thing for 20 minutes. Well, it seems to work for you pretty well. I probably should try it. Um, I get like way too frazzled when I, <laughs> do anything i think i'll start the day off writing a list out of things i need to do and like there's something i saw on uh i don't remember where i saw it but it was like boxing and like boxing things and like writing down your like 
like three the th- three things you need to get done, like your priority list or something like that. And anytime I ever try any sort of method, it never works out for me. I'm I'm the king of disorganization. I heard, I heard you talk about the box yeah. method, and if, for you, it seems like you spark and then you get a ton of things done. And then, like, you're tired. I burn myself out <laughs> real fast. But you like that palmetto? Palmetto? Palmetto. Uh, palmetto. 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 Is there an L in there? No, it's palmetto. Palmetto. It's, it's like the... It's. I, I, whenever I look it up, it has, like, a it picture of tomato. It seems to work real well for you, it, so I think that's what I need to start moving into somehow, I guess. I don't know. I mean, if you Maybe want this to... Week. I, I, yeah. I, I I think it's helpful. Oh, which, I mean, you do say that, Zach, but literally behind the camera is a huge calendar of things that he's laid out for himself yeah. for the entire month. But that is for December. <laughs> December? <laughs> okay. You see it. I know there's lights in our face right now, but it does say December. I have yet to do one for February. Um, oh, I, I do need to now. go through and like write a February one out, but also behind the camera, we just have boxes everywhere and things everywhere. And I really want to like organize all of that and just clear shit out when we left the last house before we came to El Paso we said we were going to clear everything out before the movers came and you know what we were really good about organizing things into different piles about you know trash donate take and you know what the fucking movers did these military movers they packed everything <laughs> the, the, the trash they, pile they the donate trash. pile yeah. we ended up with a bunch of children's toys that we were just gonna like lucas keep but well then we had the greatest idea of when we move in let's put all the boxes in the right room and then we'll unpack all the boxes there and then suddenly we had an event that was going to happen in our house. And then we we had to move all the boxes we back into the, the garage. Yeah, now the so. closets in the garage are just terrible. But, but so. <laughs> so if anybody has suggestions on the organization tip, uh, I would I would really appreciate that. This week feels like it's going to be a stressful week. And I need to like calm myself. And I know you need to calm yourself as well. But I just get that feeling. There's just a feeling that I have that this week is going to be complicated. This month is going to be hectic. This month. Don't say that. Don't no, do well, that to I, I know for, for me and what, what I have going on at work. Mm. That's going to be a heck. The vibe is stress, man. The vibe check does not check out. I, you know, we're capping off the week. Beyonce tickets are going on sale this week also. What day? I did. So we are registered for the verified fan on sale, which is on Saturday. There's a Bayhive one. That goes up for sale tomorrow, and people were getting their emails today for that. And I freaked out for a second. I was like, I didn't get an email. What the man? Are you? But I'm, I didn't. We're not registered for that one. And then there is like a city credit card one. We don't have that. I do have one. Not a city card. Yes, I do. A city card. Yes, I do. Alistair. I don't know why you didn't ask, but actually, you can't use it because it's a government card. Never mind. I can't use the government card for Beyonce tickets. <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> For a pre-sale, and then um, that's like midweek, and then and then the Beyonce, uh, the verified fam for Ticketmaster is at the end of the week, and so on Friday we should uh, we're registered on our accounts, we're registered on another account. My buddy Troy's has got registered on his account, and we're all ready to go. But on Friday they'll send out emails saying if you with a you either get a verification code or you don't. And I saw a bunch of people getting waitlisted today. They've got a waitlist now. Did you get waitlisted? I no 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 cuz we haven't gotten an email yet. We'll check and see if we get an email on Friday. Okay. Now, we did not get them for Taylor Swift. <laughs> Taylor not. Swift. I was a 3 days in a row, 7 hours a day. That's a little extreme. It was like 4 hours a day. We were I Capital One, was we were trying everything for these damn tickets and I missed out on we got no Taylor Swift tickets. 
And now Beyonce's up for sale, and I'm feeling that stress again. I'm feeling the wave of, like, anticipation and stress. So, this is my plea to everybody else. If you if you, if you manage to get tickets you don't want, just, like, throw them my way. We'll pay for them. We'll absolutely pay for them. But I need to decide if you—I don't even know if you're going to it. I, I am going. You said it's in July. I think I can make that work. I think so. Possibly. It's whatever date yes. we can get. You said July. It's whatever day we can get. We're going to try to go for July. Well, I mean, depending on, you can phone a friend if I have to But this anything. is the thing, right? So, like, when the Formation World Tour came out, I had tickets for that one. And I was re- I, I wanted him to go. But this is a big point you of our... did con- not of, have I tickets. I absolutely had con- had tickets for this one. Um, and this was a big point of, like, contention for us. Um, After for, for our relationship is that he did not go with me. He didn't want to go with me. He didn't like live shows. So he's, he's big, like stubborn stubborn ass and he's like oh well i'm not gonna go to a live show i don't want to go to a live show and that was with when i first started making youtube money too and so i had youtube money and i was like mm, i want to the beyonce tickets i don't have anybody to go with dude really yeah i was wanting to so go you're gonna with blame you. me on this I, absolutely you're saying your sister wouldn't have gone with you no you're saying my sister was in high school you're saying your college friends wouldn't have gone with you maybe but like where was it was the point the point was okay <laughs> <laughs> okay. At that time when we were dating, we were like flying and meeting each other in different states, and like that would be our new experience. But you were so like stubborn ass that you didn't like live shows, and you never wanted to go see a live show in your life. That you didn't want to go to the Beyonce's concert with me. So I don't know if you should go this to this one with me. He doesn't so, care about so, it. He hasn't listened to the Renaissance album. He doesn't care about Beyonce. He doesn't like any of the music. Lemonade did not change his life. I uh, I bought you the Renaissance album. I bought it for you. You did. Have you listened to it? No. Hmm? Which but, favorite song of hers? But to be fair, she hasn't advertised it, so she's not putting, you know, any effort. She hasn't advertised it. it the well, album I mean, or the the, the, the the album. So if there's like not effort put towards the album, then it makes me feel like it's not that good. Well, so this is what I'm saying is like, are you gonna just go to the? I like, would go. I would go us? to support you. Would you go to? I don't want somebody to go and support me. I want your energy at the Shania Twain concert. That's what I, I want you knowing. All the lyrics, yelling, Zachary, grooving. I saw a bunch of people on Twitter that were tweeting that she's actually not that good at dancing, not that good yeah. at performing, not that good at singing. Okay, question here then. Question for the audience. Okay, and I might sound like a big asshole here, but if Alistair is not super into the idea of going to a Beyonce concert, he doesn't really care. He doesn't care about the music. doesn't care about getting You're down just and grooving. Okay, should... Is it fair for me to take what we would spend on your ticket, give it to me, and me get better seats? Like in the Club Renaissance, because that's where I really want to go. There's a bar down there. So there's just restrooms. you and Troy then. <laughs> is that unfair? Is it unfair to say? Or is it like me bringing Alistair along and he just kind of stands there and just... You know what? And every now and then says crazy in love. I don't want you, I don't want you to have a bad time. So you can do that. I'll just fly with you and I'll just stay at the hotel. You can pick somewhere. us up at the ho- yeah, after the concert. You yeah. can be like our dad and pick us up. Yes. Mm-hmm. Me and Troy can call you daddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that makes me sound like an asshole. I understand that. Um if you want to go to the concert, baby, I'm just I, don't know I, why you're I am joking around. I you you are absolutely invited to the concert, but no, but if you think Club of Renaissance, just it, saying it, a little it, extra it, money. If you honestly think that you're going to have a better experience without me there, <laughs> all the way. All the way. Uh, you see how he spins it. Well, I guess I'm going to the concert with Alistair J. Patton. Uh, <laughs> let's, uh, before we get into hot topics, we do want to talk about 
Helix Sleep for just a second. Helix Sleep is back. Uh, if you last season, we were sponsored by Helix Sleep in all of the episodes, and now Helix Sleep is back. And so we have had both of our Helix Sleep mattresses at this point for over two years. They both work well. We we are now currently in wow, the guest that's a bedroom. long relationship. I know that's a long relationship. I've had a long partnership with Helix Sleep, and let me tell you, they are one of the best companies I've ever worked with. Honestly, truly. He probably has a better relationship with Helix Sleep than he has with me. Wow. We're just really getting in the mix here <laughs> <just> today. <laughs> uh, but maybe you can sleep in the other Helix Sleep bed, and I will sleep in the guest Helix Sleep bed. How about that? We're currently in the in the guest room sleeping on the queen-size bed, um, and I'm assuming here in the next week or so, just naturally, we'll We're going to rotate back. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do have to say, Alistair's like snoring has subsided. You did Thank have you. a snoring, a little bit of a snoring last night. It was like you of the beginning of a snore. And I know. I said, and you immediately yelled at me. You said, "Turn around!" No, I said, if and I was gonna, like, "Okay, if you're going to snore, then you need to flip your head to the other side." And he um, didn't snore. He didn't do it. But I, I honestly think because um, I did lose a little bit of weight recently. Um, think I, I think that since I've like been making healthier choices, yeah. I've been sleeping less. I, I've been sleeping more restfully. Well, it's also been the Helix Sleep. It's mattress. also been the Helix also Sleep been the mattress. Helix Sleep mattress. And That's a big the help two free pillows. The two free pillows. <laughs> Helix Sleep makes premium mattresses and bedding that are customized to fit your unique needs. Everybody's different, right? Well, Helix has this sleep quiz that'll match you with the perfect mattress. And it was perfect for us because we could take the quiz as a couple. You know, Alistair is more of a side sleeper. I'm an all-over sleeper. Alistair likes a firm mattress. I like my mattress medium. We took the quiz and we were matched with the Midnight Mattress. Now, one great part to all this is that Helix will ship your mattress right to your door for free in the US. It comes rolled up in a box and is super easy to set up, and we've done it twice. And if it makes you nervous to buy something that you haven't tried, well, Helix has a 100-night sleep trial, so you get more than three months to make sure that you absolutely love it. And if you don't, they'll come and pick it up for you and you'll get a full refund. Well, if you or somebody you know is in the market for a new mattress and you think that Helix sounds right for you, you can go to helixsleep.com slash tequila to get 20% off of your Helix mattress plus two free dream pillows. Army Hammer's back. Is he? At the beginning of a comeback. <laughs> Army Hammer's, uh, so we had, uh, when, when was that? Was that 2021 or 22? I know the article Ugh. kept on saying two years ago. Was it? So I'm uh, just, just going to say two years let ago. Let me just say the last three years have been one giant year to me, so... I think for everybody. We all remember it. The cultural zeitgeist kind of changed for Army Hammer, and his place in it sort of changed in that uh, all the scandals that came out. I think it was coming out that he was into different sexual fetishes like BDSM and and, and things to do with cannibalism. Cannibalism, sexual abuse. And that alone, you know, was was already like, you know, people were all over the internet about that. But then uh, sexual abuse and rape allegations came out Mm -hmm. against him as well, and that really like... Nailed his coffin, or so we thought, you know. Uh. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, because this was put yeah. out by, he did an interview with Airmail, and I, I honestly, I've never heard of Airmail. Maybe I'm just like not I don't know. into things, but I'd imagine that he'd re- reach out to multiple publications to try to get like the best. Well, so this is it, right? It's like he is now speaking out for the first time and he did give uh, statements back then when everything was coming up, but then he like very much slithered away. He's, he was, he was slithered away. Slithered away. He is went he away. Snake? Listen, he just went away. Okay. We saw him 
selling timeshares allegedly and and in rehab for sex abuse and for, not sex abuse for for uh sex addiction alcohol? And, and alcohol abuse and drug abuse and um i think i saw a picture of him as a tour guide i just robert downey jr in was involved you know like it was it was wild and he's been off like on an island like wearing cargo shorts and you know uh, uh tommy bahama t-shirt you know something like that <laughs> and he alleged that he lost 16 to 21 million dollars worth of like movies that he got cut out of yeah because he dropped out of the j-lo movie first shotgun wedding oh my gosh yeah yeah we still have to watch that we everybody said it's real good no i thought he dropped he dropped out of he uh, dropped out of that one no i, I thought it was the other one because nope. I, I thought owen wilson replaced him in uh marry me i it says in this one it was it was shotgun wedding. oh was it shotgun wedding? so i don't know mm. um it does say in this one shotgun wedding but then he also lost a lot of roles he was being dropped when death on the nile came out they were like hiding him in all the trailers they were they were like <laughs> he's not here i don't know what he, he and he's been gone he's been gone for the last couple of years but now he is speaking out again to the airmail publication in a piece and uh this begs the question is this the beginning of do you think this is the beginning of the uh comeback of army hammer and and tack on question is army hammer is it gonna work you know is he even a big enough star to have a comeback so i think that this is at least a soft comeback mm-hmm. uh one i uh, for your second question i think that he was on the rise yeah you know he was more picking artsy films like um i was about to say how am i your mother like call me by your name mm-hmm. um and stuff like that to kind of like build his credibility as an actor and he was on the way up like death on, uh, Death on the Nile was a was supposed to be a really big movie. What was that ensemble him. cast for him, right? Yeah, it was an ensemble cast, and I think that if he, I think he will make a comeback, but I think it'll be soft. I don't think that any big budget. Uh, I, I don't think that he's gonna be hired by like Disney or Warner Brothers anytime soon. I don't, I don't know. know maybe I don't know. I've, I could see James Gunn hiring him for something. It could be. I, I have no idea. I think it just depends on like how big of an actor he actually was, right? Um, I, it does mention in this article, too, that I, I found really interesting that when they kind of described his careers, when he was getting into the blockbusters, they didn't really mm-hmm. work out for him all that well. So he started transitioning into indie movies, and that really worked for him. Um, just like you said, called me by your name. And um, uh, they, they it just, it, you know... He's not, he was never really like a Brad Pitt level superstar actor, you know, like Brad Pitt, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty out there now, allegedly that he laid his hands on Angelina and those kids. Right. But like, he is still untouchable in Hollywood. You know, people are still out of, he's, he's at all the award shows, you know, rubbing shoulders with people, shaking hands and nothing's really happening to him. He's still getting roles left and right. And like, it's, he's fine. But like Army Hammer was not Brad Pitt. He wasn't Leonardo DiCaprio. Who wasn't like and Leonardo DiCaprio didn't do anything. But like, I'm just saying, like he wasn't a superstar. Not Tom Cruise. Not Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise has been controversial. He from just, time but to time. Army Hammer is just not a that level actor, right? So like no. a comeback for him. Really, what does that look like? It's not. It, it just looks to be something minor, I guess. However, the way they're laying it out here is pretty textbook PR. Like they're they're laying oh, out all the all the steps immediately. I, I, I can't say I'm. Mean, we're not speaking to any of the alleged allegations or anything like that. Yeah, and all of this could be true, and all of the allegations could be true. You know, because well, um, the nail in the coffin was the rape allegations, right? Yes, like and that was they do spend a good bit of time in this article uh, discussing that and that. Uh, I guess what did he say? He said that the rape allegations were what? It was a, a scene. So it was a it was consensual, non-consensual. Okay. CNC. 
is is how he he explained it. He said it was like it, it was very, like it was a role play. It was very planned out. It was like all the details were planned out, and that uh, him and this girl Effie, like there were Facebook messages to prove that they planned it all out and talked it all out beforehand. And uh, but he says that conveniently the the uh, Facebook messages were deleted and they had they were not able to get them back. Right, um, which could be true or false. You know, you never know. But she also had like leaked DMs that where she was saying that he wasn't a rapist and that it was consensual. You know, um, and she could have just been telling people that. You know, it, it, we, we we're not here to say whether the allegations were true or false. That's really what sent him off. You know, into the jungle by himself, onto like a tropical island all by himself. Um, but now he's back, and he's they are very much laying out the groundwork for whatever his comeback is going to look like. Um, he's offering the, the first piece of like, well, you know, I was just a tortured soul. I was into BDSM, and that came because of something I experienced as a child, some abuse I experienced as a child. And I had, I was addicted to drugs, sex, alcohol, and I went away and did treatment for that. And you know... While I, I may be in a tough position right now, I wouldn't take it back for the world. I'm a better father to my children. You know, all of these, all of the right things it, it, to it, say. It, it, you know. it's, it's the PR checkboxes. Um, the PR team is working. We've got, we're, we're trying to get him into a movie. We're trying to get him into a TV TV show, anything. Anything we can get him into, right? We've got to get this money train rolling. It is time for him to start making money again. And and, and they're also trying to drum up sympathy for him. Yes, you know? which is uh, what this is. By bringing this up, by talking about his... Uh, suicidal ideations by talking mm. about how broke he was, all the money he lost, all that stuff. Yeah, and um, I guess our point here is not to say whether he deserves a comeback or not. It's, it's more to ask the question to you all, and as I just asked to you, is like, do you think this is the beginning of an Army Hammer comeback? Um, and will it work? You know, what do you think? Um, what? <laughs> Let us know in the comments down below. Let us know in the comments down below. Maybe he'll appear on Netflix. Speaking of Netflix, <laughs> oh, that was a, that was that. a good transition. <laughs> Got it. All right. So Netflix uh, is cracking down on password sharing and then backtracking from the cracking down. Yeah. So what had happened was they had uh, shared on uh, uh, on on their website. I'm actually I have the website open, thehelp.netflix.com. Um, it came out that uh, we were going to start to do a uh, login for your passwords every 31 days from your home account. Oh, really? Yes. Oh. And so that th this was a big backlash, and people have been retweeting the sharing a password is love tweet from Netflix all the time. And it's not something that we, I mean, we've all kind of been expecting this big change with Netflix at this point. Well, they've been um, talking about it forever, right? Well, well, they've already done it in Peru. They've done it in Chile. They've mm. done it in Costa Rica. And we're already expecting it to come. But the big backlash for this was, so you have to check in every 31 days. It's a big question in terms of privacy, you know, sharing IP addresses, stuff like that. Many people travel for work. Many people travel. That's a big one I've been seeing for a lot of people is a lot of people saying, well, hey, Netflix, I literally... And what did they say? They said something on there like every seven days we can um, so you give you an access code that's for seven days or something yeah, yeah, like that. Yeah, right? you, you can request an access code for seven days, but there's like possible limitations to that. Well, then and there's people saying, well, Netflix, I travel more than seven days, right? Like, come on now. Well, I, they did walk that part travel, back, yeah. didn't they? So, I saw them walk by that part So back. like three days later, um, <laughs> uh, they put out a statement uh, to, uh, I think it was Streamly. Yeah, it's too streamable um, that it was posted by accident. Mm. Uh, but I think that it was posted by I don't necessarily think it was posted by accident. I think that they've received a lot of backlash. 
um, from posting it. And they may have posted it without having like a PR package accompany it. Well, here's the thing, right? Playing devil's advocate is it does feel like a better business move. Like clearly they're not doing well and they're losing. They're not well, getting the subscribers that they really want. Like they're putting these mon- this money into these in these shows and all of that. And these shows are supposed to be, I think this is how they measure whether a show is going to come back, right? Is if it brings more subscribers is what n- they. Uh, not necessarily. So uh, they bring back a show if uh, uh, people watch a show all the way towards the end of the, the season. Hmm. So that'll trigger whether they're going to bring back a show or not, um, which is, I mean, Netflix has already been controversial this year for Kansas canceling. Oh, a they've bu- been canceling a bunch of the stuff, green light stuff, know. cancel it, you know, and we can't, we can't fall in love with these characters knowing that it might not have a season two. I try to think about what I do watch on Netflix and it's not much, honestly, not to like bandwagon hop, but you know, Emily in Paris I, I I'll have a, an account for that. Stranger um, Things, Stranger Things, um, and then I used to watch Sense Eight, but they canceled that. You know, yeah, I'm like, like struggling here. So would we keep our Netflix account because we're on your mom's right now? Yeah, we're By the way, she already logs us off all the time, right? She's she always does. like, she was like, somebody in Mississippi was trying to log into my account. I'm like, and nobody in Mississippi was trying to log into your account. <laughs> it, like, it, 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 well, it, it, she she logs us out and. Um, there's some stuff on Netflix I really do like, and I, yeah. I I think there's some shows that I would want to come back. And I know the old guard, oh, I loved that movie mm-hmm. and I really want them to make a second one, but we never know once they, you know, especially if they purchase proper, you know, like properties, whether they're actually going to go ahead and make, you know, more stuff out of it. Yeah. And I think right now Netflix is in a very wishy-washy place where the only reason that they've retained so many subscribers is because everybody shares it. You know, we don't pay for the Netflix right now. My mom pays for it, but we're able to watch it and then talk about it. I don't see us getting rid of our Netflix account. Um, well, we'd have to get a new Netflix account. We'd have to get it. So I, I'm not. <laughs> so it'd be fun. <laughs> I'm a very spiteful person sometimes, okay. and I think out of spite, I wouldn't get a Netflix. Account. I think I would. I would just need the access for it. it would take one I'd, thing. It I'd would get take LimeWire. It would take one thing, like something on My Bloody Judy. We need to watch, right? And it's on Netflix. I'm like, well, shit. Let me just get a Netflix subscription real fast, and that's how we would end up with it. You know how many how many like subscription services we have on Amazon Prime, like HDTV, AMC. I, I need to start all of these those. things just because we forget. We forget. Um, we just get it for one thing, and we always forget. But like. I yeah. LimeWire Lime one two three movies. People are gonna start pirating. We'll figure it out. But right now, like uh, uh, Grace Randolph um, has said, basically that Netflix users have plateaued in the U.S. Mm. You know, this is the most users they can get without trying to start password sharing, which I agree with her. But the thing is, right now is I think what Netflix needs to do is create a trust between the consumer and themselves because mm. they're already breaking the trust in terms of the password thing. Um, and they're breaking the trust in terms of like not continuing shows that I think that there's something that needs to be mended there. Okay. I will say this though, again, devil's advocate. I don't think Netflix is going to go anywhere. I think Netflix is going, it's having its rough period. It's fall from grace right now, but I think it's coming back. So you don't I think, think it, Netflix is going to go the way of the blockbuster? I, no, it's coming back. It'll come back. Netflix is too, Netflix is streaming. Netflix is streaming. It'll come back. It'll be strong, and everybody will be singing its praises again one day. But l- let me tell you right now, I 
Love that we have so much content, but I'm exhausted by all the content coming out of everything. So there, and I'm hating you, paying for everything all at once. It's more expensive than I feel that yeah, cable, right? Yeah. But like we have to hit it, you know. I've had cable in forever. Um, Netflix is also de- developing a, a Squid Game <laughs> reality That's game a show good, competition. Look at these transitions, guys. A reality game show competition called Squid Game: The Challenge. Um, and there's been a little bit of like dust, you know. Piling up on that one. A little uh, bit of controversy. Controversy coming up on that one about working conditions and, and um, the, the conditions that the contestants are going through being inhumane, right? I'm excited to know your opinion on this because I brought this article, I brought this topic up to him yeah. and he had opinions straight away. So I'm curious <laughs> after researching a little bit. Well, after reading it, after same. reading it, they have my opinions. Of, okay. So when you first brought it up to me, you said, well, you know, there, there's people um, who are, have been coming out, contestants that have been coming out from the game saying, because they're currently filming it or they have filmed it. I think they have. Filmed they have filmed, filmed it, it. But towards in January is when they filmed it in the UK, like winter, real cold, all that. Um, and you were like, well, there's contestants who are coming out and they're saying that the conditions are really bad and like, it's, you know, terrible. To, to be, it's fucking Squid Game. What are you talking about? Of course it's going to be bad. You really signed up for the Squid? Have you seen the show? Of course, but now I read it, and it. I still, I'm still there, but, <laughs> <laughs> but differently, differently. Okay, so it seems like the producers on this show were not equipped for this. They okay. were not ready. Oh, they were not ready. Okay, so Netflix commissioned the reality game show based off Squid Game. There were 456 contestants with a cash prize of $4.56 million. I like what they did there. Yes, um, I like it too. Uh, and so the filming of the show began in January in an air hangar in the UK. So very, very cold, right? Um, and 456 people. That's a lot. That is, that a, is lot. a lot. Is that more or less? It seems like a scaled down version of the of the show, right? How many it, were in it, the show? Was I it? don't remember how many there were in the show, okay. but this is definitely the the biggest reality show, if not the biggest reality competition show we've seen. Yeah, you know, with this many people, so uh, so that's con- already a ni- logistics nightmare. Yeah, so some contestants were coming forward anonymously to report that the conditions were abysmal and inhumane. One contestant, John name changed for anonymity uh he went into it pretty confident but then was one of the first 228 eliminated during the first game of red light green light mm-hmm. if you've seen the show you know what we're talking about um and so the first day they had to wake up and get to set about 3 30 a.m right real early um they were told that the filming was going to be about two hours they were going to be playing the game and filmed for about two hours it was already really cold they were dressed in the the track suits that they wear in the show um, but they were also allowed to wear their coats and have hand warmers and feet warmers um however the coats were quickly taken off of them hand warmers and feet it was warmers like thrown, they had to have it open i think thrown away and then they were only allowed to have their track suits they were supposed to be open to show their number on their chest right um and so they were also told that, uh, when did it start? Yeah, the game started about 1 p.m., so remember, 3.30 a.m. Now, this is a lot of people to get through. Wardrobe, getting them places, whatever the hell they had to get them through, right? That's a lot of people to get through, so it, it's no wonder they started at 1 p.m. And again, it was supposed to be filmed for about two hours. It ended up being like seven hours that it was being filmed for. And during this game, Red Light, Green Light, um, you know, everybody's going, and then they have to hold a pose, when the little robot looks around at you, scans the room, um, and they were all told that they would only be posed for about two minutes, right? Mm-hmm. And then some of them were saying it was going on longer and longer, and then one contestant eventually said that it was, she counted it was 26 minutes 26 that she minutes, was yeah. held in one single pose, right? 
And how people were eliminated is they had this little like device on their chest that would spurt blood. So they're really going for it here. Um, they probably have to get the camera angles right. Yeah. Oh, and some of the contestants were like, well, it was terrible. People were passing out. There were medics everywhere. People were getting stretched away. Another contestant were like, okay, calm down. It wasn't that bad, but it was pretty bad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't that bad, but it was Because it it's UK in the winter and it's cold and it's freezing and they're, they're cold and they're holding these positions for 26 minutes. Um, they were supposed to have, they got a lunch break they were supposed to have dinner they didn't get their dinner they got back to the hotel the ones who were eliminated and they were supposed to have like pizza waiting for them and some of them didn't even get pizza and went to bed hungry right um and then woke up the next day to like a cold mcdonald's sandwich you know at the at the at their hotel room door and they were just eliminated had to go home and then you know the rest of them kept filming and we haven't really heard anything from that part but uh yeah i mean netflix is denying this <laughs> no they're not immediately denying it yeah. they've admitted to uh, three people who required medical attention they're playing it down and they've admitted yeah. to longer uh you know time for this but the thing is uh netflix knew that this was going to be a big undergoing undertaking yeah. undertaking so they actually uh had two studios work on this uh two uk-based studios studio lambert and the guardian the garden studio mm-hmm. And I think they wanted to, uh, these are two studios known for doing reality television on two different spectrums. So they wanted uh, studios that were complementary. And I think they were also under, had some understanding on how big of an undertaking this was. Yes. But being able to shuttle 456 people in, uh, do all the takes, get all the shots for everything that they need to get. And they're likely focusing on people yes. to get there. Cause you got to get a story. You got to get their like life story and, and they're not going to do that for everybody. Through, get anything. Yeah. They're not yeah. doing that for everybody, but they're doing that for enough people that it has to be time consuming. Right. I'm surprised they got it done in seven hours. Honestly, that the game lasted about seven hours. That I'm, I'm surprised they said it would be two hours. That's mm, what I'm surprised. That was about. craziness. So I, I could not believe they said that exactly because I, I'm not on a reality show, but I feel like I could tell you that that was not going to be. Well, two so the hours. contestants were like, we didn't sign up for naked and afraid. We didn't sign up for survivor. It shouldn't be this extreme. And to that, I'm like, okay, but it was Squid Game. Have you seen the show? If you've seen the show, you know how extreme it's, it's going to be. Squid and so Game it's $4.56 million. Like the most you get from Survivor now is 1.5 now. Yeah, I it's a lot of it money. Up to 1.5. But, and, and, and like, no, nobody should be treated like that. It should be. No, I agree. Everybody should be handled well. They should have got to keep their hand warmers, feet warmers, their jackets at least, right? Like, I don't know. I, just for the aesthetics of the show, I guess, is why they took all that. So, But they should have been yeah. able to keep all of that. But, like, you got to expect that you're going into these pretty grueling conditions. I would already be prepared for that. I would prepare for the worst, man. And maybe everybody wasn't. But they did say that they were – so the application process was pretty strenuous, right? And they had psychological yeah. exams, background checks, Medical all of these checks, different doctors, things. And yeah. from, like, October to January, the, the people working on the show were, like, contacting all of the contestant hopefuls, like, over and over and over again, like, pretty constant contact um they even had doctor checks like you just said Mm -hmm. where the doctors had to sign off on them being able to do something like this so i just maybe maybe you didn't sign up for survivor but i would in my mind picture that this is fucking survivor that this is going to be some intense shit for 4.56 million dollars i would think of it uh, as survivor like yeah times what Four, <laughs> you know, I would, I would think for, it would be pretty, for, pretty for, wild for, yeah. the, for the cash prize. 
Um, but like even the two to 26 minutes, that was like time that they took. They said the adjudicators were just making sure that everything was fair. See, now that's wild. It. That was wild. But it makes sense. It's 456 people. 26 you have to make sure. minutes posed in one position. Like, again, if we're thinking about it, like, see, this is where my push and pull is. Is like, because in Survivor, they do that shit all the time, you know? They, they they got the ones where you got to like hold something above your head, just like keep it there for like two hours, you know, like it's pretty well, bad, but like, that's a lot, you know, it, 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 it is a lot, but like it, it is a competition because I'm yeah. thinking, thinking to myself, oh, this is reality. This is reality. But like, you know, they're not going to pause survivor halfway through, yeah. you know, for, for something, but they also won't do like 26 minutes. I think. What it comes down to is I don't think the production companies were ready for this. I don't think they were and ready. And I don't for think it. that they were thinking about it, but um like it's also like January and it's already cold. Like why wouldn't you put heaters in there? I don't understand why, why they you make, said that there were breaks a few or something heaters you know? and that they had they they were supposed to get breaks and maybe they had like one or two breaks, but like it was I I I feel, I, I feel like they the producers weren't prepared for this and yeah. they really felt like the pressure to like get through it because they probably had production time they probably you know that's 456 people that you have to actually they weren't paid to be there <laughs> they weren't paid to be there oh, they weren't they, paid I, they should have been paid they should have been paid something a little bit of something um and you know maybe like it didn't say in the fine print that it was supposed to be that rough but I I would say like kind of expect it Expect that it's going to be pretty rough, but you know they didn't. And uh, well, also, it, 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 let's consider weather here, right? Yeah. So if they did decide to be like, okay, the weather is horrible, we weren't prepared for this, we're going to cancel it another day. Think of the astronomical cost of paying for another day for four hundred fifty-six oh, people like breathing to down stay another neck. day. Yeah, that's 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 a huge another. I mean, maybe it should have been a conversation that they they could have had, being like, okay. But then that's also, I don't know. I don't, it's business. It's like, I mean, yeah. shit. I, if I were out in the first round of this damn thing, lost out on $4.56 million, I'd be singing to the press too. I'd be pissed. I'd be like, do you know that they they hit me over the head? Do you know I got shot? Actually, look at this. I wouldn't show them. I'd just be like a band-aid right there. I'd be like, look at that. I got shot. I'd be singing to the press too. Um, I will say that this looks like it's going to be a good show. This Back is down? drumming up some press for it. It is, it is. <laughs> and that's really fucked up. But like, as as humans, like we kind of like to see fucked up shit, which is terrible of us. We're terrible people. Yes, fully, admittedly. But because yeah, we'll watch it and be like, oh my gosh, they're in these I'm conditions like, right now. That's wild. It's like what we wanted to see with the fire. I wonder right? what the editing like, is going to be like for that. Are they going to uh, acknowledge it that they were like standing there for twenty six minutes? That's they can either go one of two ways with it, right? They could downplay it and say no, it wasn't that bad, or they could be like these conditions were fucking terrible. I think contestants they should, almost. I think they should died. play it up. I don't know, man. I think they should play it up. I don't know. Yeah. I wonder. I mean, I guess they can't see. They probably signed a bunch of contracts, but yeah. it. it I'm interested in the show. As long as they all, the all have five toes and five fingers. I mean, uh, ten toes and ten fingers. Just, uh, <laughs> no, no five, five toes. How many fingers? <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. Um, well, I think we've come to the end of the episode, though. We don't really have anything else to talk about. <laughs> we don't, uh, but this Friday. Would you compete in the hold on, Would you compete in the Squid Game Challenge? Would you do it? $4.56 million. You know the conditions are going to be terrible. Now that all of this has happened, would you compete in season two of it knowing the conditions were going to be terrible would you right absolutely yes 
Absolutely. Same here. Yes. I, I'm not sure if my knee would be able to take the 26 minutes, <laughs> but there's two of us. I will okay. try. We'll try. We'll try. We'll get my family in on it too. I'll make my sister do it. Yeah. She quits in the first round. I'm just like, <laughs> fuck this. I'm not doing this. <laughs> um, what were you saying before we um, get here? Oh, yeah. That, Friday. This Friday, um, new episode. Yeah. We're going to be talking about spoiler alert. I try not to do that anymore. I don't want to do that anymore where we say what we're going to be doing Friday, but oh. I guess we should. Cause we should, yeah. So, we, I mean, we're going to be ta- we, we read the book. I just feel like it's a curse and that we're not going to end up doing it. We read the book and we re- uh, watched the movie. Yeah. And the movie is now out on, what is out on? Peacock. Either Paramount Plus or Peacock. They're no, the same damn streaming service to me. Um, <laughs> that's not Netflix. <laughs> it's, it's out on Peacock, and I think it just came out on Peacock. Really beautiful movie. We really absolutely. It. If you want to join in on the conversation on Friday, you know, definitely go watch that movie. Spoiler alert! And then, um, if you want to read the book, also we're going to be yeah, reading the book and kind of comparing the two and talking about sort of the themes and messages in it. And uh, yeah, should Excited be a good episode. That. So, well, without further ado, uh, we will see you next time. Thank you so much for checking in with this Monday's show. If, you, if you kindly could give us a rating, five star rating on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and leave us a nice little review. And really then helps if, us out. if you're watching us on YouTube, please uh, click that like button and let us know your thoughts on the episode. Smash that like button. All right. Have a great week. A stress-free week, okay? We will yeah. check in with you at the end of this week to see if uh, we've made it or not. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Well, if there's not an episode, you know how this week went for us. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye.